Hello? And... Hello again. section church was supposed to do it but i'm not really sure how we're gonna do it so i didn't go through too much stuff i just picked up one story i, I don't you guys probably heard about it or saw it pax and lynch did you guys watch any preseason have you guys watched preseason do you guys watch preseason it's been awful it's mm. an understatement i was about to say the same thing so <laughs> I feel bad for him, to be honest, because he didn't, listen, no one, he didn't ask to be six foot, whatever he is. He's got a cannon of an arm. He's just not, he's, there's some guys who are just mentally is not there. And I think he's one of those people. He reminds me a lot of, of Case Keenum in that Case Keenum is as average as average gets. And there's nothing you can do about it. And I, I get that same sense with Paxton Lynch. Not that he's average. He's worse than average. But my point is, I, I feel like there, there's just no hope for some guys. And I feel like he's one of them. He looks lost. <laughs> I mean, he looks absolutely lost. And the Broncos are lost. I think they're going to struggle this year because I, I've never been a believer in Case Keenum. Not once, not never. And I didn't see anything. And again, it's just first preseason week, so you can't read too much into it. But I didn't see anything from them. And it's a shame because their defense is really good. So he was selected 26 in the 2016 draft. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but he, the Broncos have now started a GoFundMe to try to get him removed. Did you guys hear or see about this? Yeah, about a little bit ago. Yeah, so GoFundMe, I don't know the status of it right now, you know, you know what how much is progress or anything of that nature i just know that they started one that's embarrassing like that's got to be <laughs> that's that's all time embarrassing and i mean i don't think he's an all time bust per se like a lot of quarterbacks but i don't remember anyone being you know sort of this hated at least not publicly and maybe that's to do with social media um but it, it's a disaster so that's really the only thing i got news-wise, but let's just get into the meat of what we want to talk about today. So, first thing on the list, we got three quarterbacks that are coming back this year that uh, their teams are pretty good. There's some high expectations. There's Deshaun Watson, Andrew Luck, and Aaron Rodgers. Um, And so there's three different scenarios altogether, and this is what I want to talk about today. So, obviously, you have a vet 
a Super Bowl winner, former MVP, et cetera, et cetera, and Rodgers, um, which, in all honesty, is coming off a pretty minor injury, all things considered. Uh, broken collarbone is pretty straightforward. Um, and then you have Andrew Luck, uh, obviously a lot more serious injury. He's been gone for close to two years. Um, there's question about the talent around him before and even now. Uh, that's all of that. I think they have the most question marks just because he's been gone for so long. Um, and then obviously with Deshaun Watson, there's a lot of question marks there, um, even potentially more than with Luck, just because we've seen what Luck can do. Is This is more of a matter of, it, you know, is he back to that or can he get back to that? With Deshaun Watson, we saw some things, but, you know, how much of that is 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 sustainable and how much of that is kind of, you know, the rookie flash in the pan, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm, I'm curious to see how much of that he can repeat. Um, my question is what are what do you guys think are realistic expectations um, for those quarterbacks and their teams uh, for this year? And I guess if you want to start, you can start with whoever you want to start with, but um, just kind of talk about each of those because those are some pretty interesting scenarios today. Either one of you, whoever wants to go first. Go ahead, Johnson. All right. Uh, so is it is that Andrew Luck, Aaron Rodgers? Who was the other quarterback? Sean. Sean Watson. All right. So I want to start off with the easy one. I would say Aaron Rodgers. Um, he did come back later in the season, so I don't think. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me stop you for one second. So this is something that we talked about or that I noticed in the audio from last time. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, um, just between the three of us, let's try to interject more in between speaking. Cause I noticed that we would speak and everything was fine, but we spoke for a really long time per person. You know yes. what I mean? So just try to kind of interject in between. And so if someone kind of yep, cut you up. off, don't take offense to it, but anyway, <laughs> go for it. Shut up, Jared. All right, go ahead. Uh, so, um, I would say let's start off with, um, Aaron Rodgers. He did come back at the end of the season, so I I don't think there's any question um could be returning to form. I mean, he did look a little rusty when he came back. Um he had some games he was must win games to get in the playoffs last year and they didn't succeed in that. But um he did lose the weapon in Jordy Nelson, but he gained one in Jimmy Graham. And I think they still have a decent wide receiver core without Jordy. Uh with Devontae Adams leading the way. But um, I I have no question about Aaron Rodgers. I think they'll be fine in their situation where they'll definitely be in, competing for that division, if not a wild card spot. So, uh, um, I don't have any questions about his physical attributes. I, obviously, we know he's a talented quarterback. I have questions about more legacy wise because you're starting to get to that point where I mean he doesn't have 15 years ahead of him. He's you know being realistic. And you hear all the talks with Tom Brady and um, and even before him, you had talks with Peyton Manning. And, and, and you see that same sort of talk with LeBron James and Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and this legacy talk. And as it builds more and more with social media and sports talk shows, his is starting to look to me a little bit weak because it's been a long time since the Super Bowl. And, and you know, to me, the talent doesn't match the hype, so to speak. Um, there's so much talk about how great he is, and obviously he's a great talent. I need to see some 
MVP, some rings, something. Yeah, he's not. He's life. not in the class. I would say is Tom Brady, um, and Joe Montana, um, guys that won multiple rings. Um, but they also had really good teams around them. Uh, Brady may, maybe yeah. less amount as much as Joe Montana, maybe. But they do, they do both have a lot of rings. Where um, Aaron Rodgers in that category, I would say maybe like in the LA, where LA is only have two rings, and he was and he won in the last two years of his career. Um, I think Rodgers still has a decent amount of years left. I think he's got at least five years left, I believe. Um, so, and there are, I mean the. NFL is very competitive, especially right now in the NFC. It's really tough. So I think um, I think he's got shots remaining. Uh, so I don't, I'm not too worried about his legacy as far as being a, individually a top quarterback because you got quarterbacks uh, that are considered elite in the past that have only won uh, two rings or less. So with it. So yeah. I'm not too worried about his. Jared, what's your you're you're the Colts fan amongst us? Why? How do you feel about Luck, and what, what do you think are some fair expectations from Luck and the Colts this year? Well, I I think you know coming back, I think Luck will get back to where he was at before he left. If the offensive line stays healthy, they went out and they've drafted some talented guys on the offensive line. Um, but, you know, they just took a major blow with Deion Kane tearing his ACL. You know, yeah, that, that was, was a big huge. pick for them. Um, but, you know, with them, they're never going to have a strong defense anyways. So he's going to have to put up the numbers that he was putting up in, early in his career and the numbers Peyton Manning consistently put up um, to have a shot. But I think that's one of the most competitive divisions. So I think, you know, if he can stay healthy, the line can stay healthy, that they'll be in a chance, they'll be in a position to win the division, you know, if things go right. Yeah. So my, my only concern and it's kind of similar to really my major concern with all of them is the same is, is health and really less so for Rogers for Rogers is really more about what's around them because they haven't always had the best talent. I have the most concern, I think for, for luck part one being again, the time amount of time that's missed or has been missing. And part two being they play like you said that that division has some legit defenses and that's six games he's got to go against some rough riders on that defensive mm-hmm. line you got Clowney and Watt one you know twice a year again the Titans don't have necessarily have names but Arakpo, Gerald Casey and Derek I mean Derek Morgan was high in sacks last year so you know you still got some some work to do there and then they drafted Harold Landry who actually looked really really good and they drafted uh Evans out of Alabama who Still don't know what that, that – I really don't know what that's going to amount to. Um, that was supposed to be their best pick. Yeah. So. I, I think after that first game, Andrew Luck, I mean, the, the accuracy was really there, yeah. and he just looked like he was back. But, you know, it's only been one week, so we'll see. Yeah, and and I don't know about you guys, but I'm a super duper nerd about this stuff. So, like, I watch film. Like, I actually watch all 22 tape and stuff like that. Like, I just go too many levels too deep. But one of the things that that concerns me again with Luck is, and like you said, I, I don't want to read too much into it because it was one preseason game, but everything is, you know, five yards and underneath. Mm-hmm. That could just be to get them back into, you know, the flow of just playing football. Um, it, so that, I, again, I don't want to read too much into it. I just hope that's not a 
you know, a foreshadowing of things to come because, like you said, they're going to need to put up points. He's going to have to push the ball down the field. And if that's what they're going to be doing, if he, if they're taking a Tom Brady-like approach, I don't think that's going to bode well for them. I agree. Um, and I, I guess I can talk about Deshaun Watson since you guys talked about those two. Um, so he's another one that I watched a, a little bit of tape on, um, not a whole lot. Uh, one of the things that concerns me with him is is just his youth. I don't think – I've seen enough talent from him to think that I think he can make all the throws. I think he can make, obviously, explosive plays on the field running. Um, but I think he also – a lot like Mariota, a lot like um, Far, even Cam Newton to a degree at times – um, they're smart runners. They don't take a lot of unnecessary punishment. Cam does sometimes, but he also makes some really smart decisions running the football. Deshaun Watson does the same thing. He's not like Lamar Jackson, who's just kind of being a running back. He seems to take some very, you know, careful approaches to when and where he's going to take off running. Um, I do have concerns with, you know, how he's going to develop just in the offense and as a pocket passer as you get closer and closer to the playoffs and into the playoffs, those defense starts to pick up. You start playing in cold weather. Um, that's something that we haven't really seen yet. Um, Clemson cold is not Foxborough cold. You know, it's not Pittsburgh cold. Um, and that's something that matters as well. I know I hated playing in the cold. It sucks. Throwing that ball in the cold sucks. So we'll see. Um, that's something that he might have to get used to. I don't know. I, I saw, like I said, I saw him make some really good throws. He makes some really bad decisions at times, um, which that's one of the things that, all, that always concerns me. Mario is the same way. There's some throws where he makes where I'm like, like, what are you even looking at? And a lot of times, I mean, a lot of quarterbacks do that, but the more you can cut down on those, the better. And I think more of his turnovers were a result of that. And so that part concerns me, but I think if he can correct that, which is going to come with time being in, I mean, he's still, for all intents and purposes, he's still a rookie, really. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of work to be done. Um, I'm more concerned with the knee. That's the second major one, I think. Um, and, you know, knees, they go quick. So that's something to look out for. But other than that, I think the team around him is good. Well, you know, I, I don't think I want, you want to be too hard on him because, I mean, you say he made some dumb throws, but in a rookie, he only played in seven games, started six of them. No, you're right. I I, I agree. That's the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to make too much of it. Um, I just feel like there's some throws he made where it, it, it. There was two or three that I watched where I felt like it should have been obvious. But again, you know, I'm no NFL quarterback, so what do I know? Um, this just from a thousand feet up. Um, that's kind of what it looked like to me. Um, but I I, I like him. And that's, that's a lot for me to say because I hate Clemson and I certainly hate the Texans. Um, but I, I think he's a good, solid quarterback. The knee concerns me. That's the second one. That's the only yeah. thing. Well, he's he's a he's a person that can get away with having some errant passes just because of what he has around him. I mean, he's got arguably the best receiver in the league on his team. He's got mm -hmm. a pretty good running back. And he's even got Will Fuller, who's, uh, you know, when healthy, a stud receiver himself. Yeah, if I were the coaching staff, I would spend more time getting him to uh, to manage the game than to try to take over the game. Because being a rookie, he has enough, like you said, he has enough around him where he doesn't need to do too much. And so I think they need to 
to taper it back a little bit because they were a little wild and out of control. And part of that's the offensive line, um, you know. So there's there's only so much you can do with that. But yeah, I, I uh, think um, I think maybe these knee injuries will make him relax a little bit, maybe not get himself out of the pocket too much because he's a running quarterback. But I think his best tool is his arm. I think he's got a, a, a accurate arm. Uh, at times, he does. Um, if he stays in the pocket, um, so I think these injuries will maybe hopefully calm down. Say, man, maybe I just need to stick in the pocket a little bit longer, and maybe I need a because um, I have the receivers and um, to they're going to get open, especially the Hopkins. Like no one's going to be able to contain him. So I think it maybe will calm him down a little bit. This this is technically still a rookie with the amount of games he hasn't played. Um, but um, I think yeah. him coming out of the gate, I think uh, I think it's his division. I think it's their division to win. Um, I know the Jaguars are pretty good uh, last year, but I think with Deshaun Watson, it's totally different. Uh, I think he has they have an upper hand with uh, Deshaun Watson compared to Bortles. So well, that and keeping JJ Watt and Clowney healthy. That's that's true too. Yeah. But, it, it, <laughs> That that's gonna be tough to, if they are healthy for the whole year. I mean that that's a lot to deal with, man. I I watch I was watching the actually I was watching the Pats and Texans game uh, earlier today. I was just rewatching like the clips on YouTube and dude, Clowney. It, it took him a while to get get his ground um, in the NFL. I think um, I don't think he made his biggest splash immediately as a lot of people thought he would. Um, but I think that helped him because I think he fell so far off the radar that people kind of forgot about him and let him yeah. sort of sit there. And he, he was always good, but I but don't think he made the splash. That's the benefit of having J.J. Watt, too, because J.J. Watt's the focal point. Right. So when yeah. you got Jadavia and Clowney, they're, it's kind of like a forgotten man for those couple of years after his rookie year. Yeah. And now J.J. Yeah. Watt got injured and Jadavia took over a little bit. Like It's like, oh, man, this guy looks pretty good. Um, then he got hurt, but and that's a lot. That's a lot of man, <laughs> dude. That is a lot of dude to try to block both of them. Yeah. Like you see them on tape, and they just they tower over people. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like me against you on a basketball court. Uh, no. <laughs> All right, so this one is a little bit more fun in nature. Is this so the pack? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> That 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 story gets crazier. It started off as what seemed like it was going to be wrapped up in a couple of days, and now I don't even know what to make of that whole situation. Um, so the Paxton Lynch story got me thinking about something. Uh, obviously, being a Titans fan, we had our struggles at quarterback, trying to find a quarterback. They had a decent run with with Young, but that never really was going to amount to Benberg. a franchise changer. Oh, God, <laughs> Bettenberger. Uh, Jake Hartlocker. <laughs> um, what was the other guy's name? Um, Billy Volek we had for a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, they've had some true characters. And so it got me to think because <clears throat> I've said this before, and I've said this, you know, in some of my writings and all this other stuff. I love Mariota as for what he's done for the franchise. Um, he has turned them. He's turned them around. I don't want to say they're a winning franchise because they've had two consecutive winning seasons. But let's not get carried away here. That's an, um, but not that, a losing there franchise. is something to be said. Just say that. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, that's the thing. They've always been sort of average. And that's kind of part of the problem is when you are, you know, middle of the road, your draft picks aren't great. And and they're in a small market. So no one's coming to play for you, you know, so it kind of bites them. Um, But it got me to thinking, because, again, we got Mariota. He's not the best quarterback in the league, but he's certainly not the worst. And I want to play a game of quarterback, would you rather? Um, and we're going to do we're going to do a little bit different. So we're going to do a start one, bench one, and a cut one. And I got a couple of different groups here that I want you guys to pick from. I tried to pick people that I thought would be close to, if not, you know, similar comparisons. One might be clearly better than the other one. But I tried to get guys not necessarily the same play styles, but at least sort of the same Ranked, so is it was. just as uh, um, today, or is it like, are we basing it like for having them for a couple years, or what? So this is the way I looked at it. Aliens are coming down. You got one game to win for your life. Space Jam. That's the way I'm looking at it. One game to win. <laughs> so and so you can you can look at it as right now in their prime, however you want right, to look right. at it. But yes, that's right now. Yeah. That's the way. Okay. I am. All right. So the first one on the board. Start one, cut one, bench one. You got Big Ben, Drew Brees, and Philip Rivers. <laughs> Who's taking the seat on the bench? Well, cutting. Yeah, to me, you gotta go Philip Rivers. All right. Yeah, I think I'd probably do that. Body too. of work, right there. I'll tell you. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I. If it were for just a game, like he's a he's a baller, I love him, but I gotta take that that body of work over over the To me, I'd bench Ben and then start Breeze. Y'all know how I feel about Breeze. Mm. I think mine's the same, actually. Uh, I, Big Ben's won two Super Bowls, but Drew Breeze is. I think he's been. Very underserved by his organization for the most part, so um, I think I'd roll with that one too. Uh, I'm gonna go different. I'm gonna say um, start breeze, bench rivers, and uh, cut Ben. I think Ben is a product of having a great supporting cast. I mean, he's he is, and then he is terrible on the road. Like if you look at his road stats compared to his home stats, it's ridiculous. How much different it is. Um, he's always been struggling on the road. That's why, in fantasy wise, you never start Big Ben on the road. Um, so that's why he's never really a, a good fantasy quarterback in general, because of um, that's why he's never really a top, usually maybe the top eight or top 10 quarterback. He's usually not one selected. He's usually one of the last ones picked as far as um, in that, that, uh, that grouping. But uh, Rivers is a gamer. I like Rivers. He doesn't really have that great of talent all of his years. I mean, since Ladanian left, I think it's been mild talent. I mean, it's gotten a little better. But uh, I would still, even though Breeze is here and there, but I, Breeze is a, um, a true elite quarterback. So I'm definitely going with Breeze. Yeah. Start him. I think the only, I think the one thing I would take over Rivers. Um, with Big Ben is, and I'm not, and this isn't to say that Rivers isn't afraid of the moment, but I do know for a fact Big Ben isn't, and it's mostly just because we haven't seen Philip Rivers in like the Super Bowl or anything like that, so it's just hard to say. 
but Big Ben, say what you want, he's never at least backed down from me. He certainly lost a lot of games, made some bad plays, et cetera, et cetera. But when it's, I mean, that that game against the Cardinals in the Super Bowl, like that last throw, that last drive was yeah. special. I've, I um, think Rivers is a true leader. Um, I think I think Ben yeah. is very injury prone. If not, if it's real injuries or not, I'm not sure. Um, he's always going down some way or somehow. Um, yeah, he seems a little. Uh, he comes off a little uh, like bratty kiddish. He comes off of, like LeBron James, where he's get. Sometimes he comes like yeah. a little soft. Like you're a big dude. He yeah. plays a little bit this off sometimes. So that's what I feel like he is. All right, next one. This one's gonna drive. I know what Jared's gonna say. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Peyton Manning. Start one, bench one, cut one. <laughs> Peyton Manning still playing? <laughs> no, I, I just – he was the only one that I could think of that was sort of in that class, but – and he was the most recent, so I just threw it. All right. What, I mean, we were talking about Peyton Manning, like the Broncos Peyton Manning or like Colts Peyton Manning. <laughs> That you you can turn down, you know, if you'd rather have if you think one is better than the yes. other, and he'd, he'd outshine all of them. Then sure. Yeah. Um. All right. I'll go first. Um. Oof, this is tough. Um. I'm definitely. Uh, definitely. Uh, I'm, all right. Right. <laughs> it's tough, right? I'm I'm starting a uh, Colts Peyton Manning. I am benching Tom Brady and I'm cutting Aaron Rodgers. I don't think I need to say anything more right there. I think that's <laughs> uh, mine's the same except I'm flipping Brady and Manning. I, <laughs> no, I'm just saying I'm I'm saying the same order or the same quarterback in that, that as far as starting and cutting. Which again? Reasons. Um. Well, for Rogers, no, he's there's yeah, he's not in the club, those two. Well, yeah, it, and and I'll, and I'll tell you why. It, it's a lot the same for me as it is with LeBron James and like Michael Jordan and even Kobe Bryant. In that, I, I he's obviously all time talented, both of them. But the thing for me is, I look at it like this: if I were going to the gym or we were going to the field and I had to pick a team, I don't necessarily know if I would want. Rodgers as my quarterback like I think he's a talent but when you get down to it like when it's nut cutting time you know I, it seems like something is missing there it, there's too much talent for him to not be winning more whether it be getting to or winning more Super Bowls and I think the same could be said about LeBron and granted LeBron you know is gone against an all-time great team but that's my argument against him is you can't tell me he's that great and only have this amount of, you know, accomplishments. Like, there's something missing there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's To piggyback off that, I would uh, say Aaron Rodgers is probably the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. Uh, I think he's, he's the most physically, yes, gifted, physically gifted I've ever seen. Uh, but what separates him uh, from the Manons and Tom Brady is just uh, what's in his head, I think. Um, Manons yeah. was probably the smartest quarterback I've seen as far as able to read a defense to call his own plays to do anything as far as cerebral wise but like physical traits Peyton wasn't that great Peyton's arm wasn't that great um, he was pretty accurate but his he didn't have a strong arm um, 
and he looked he often looked like I don't want to say scared, but he he was cho- he was very choppy and sporadic. Like it, it wasn't graceful at all. And in and Tom Brady's the exact opposite. Like he's very it, it's almost ugly graceful. You know where he's he's smooth. He's slow moving. Aaron Rodgers is very yeah. smooth as well. But I think the difference is where Peyton and, and Tom play to win. They use their talent to win. I think Rodgers uses it more. He wants to show you how good he is. Yeah, and I think that's really yeah. Good. Rogers definitely has the better, best arm out of all of them, and I think that he has best footwork too. It's just what difference is, especially at that position, is really just be able to read defenses and understand coverages and to call plays and call audibles. I think that's what separates the Manans and Brady's from from uh, Rogers. Yeah. Um, to answer your question, Jerry, why I picked Brady over Manning. To be honest, it's the same reason I cut Aaron Rodgers. I obviously know Peyton Manning is the all-time great quarterback. And like Johnson said, he wasn't necessarily the most physically gifted, but cerebrally and 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 mentally, he was awesome. And so I like that because I wasn't necessarily the best player even when I was coming up um, at, in, at any level. But I spent a lot of time watching film. And like I said, I still watch actual film and things like that. So I was able to learn things and see things better. Um, but I picked, and so I, for them, I think they're equal in that realm. And I think arm talent-wise, I think Brady it has the prettier ball, but I think you can get away with either one. For me, it's about the attitude and and just being a gamer. I think there's a little bit of something missing in Peyton Manning. And maybe it's just the talent around him wasn't quite what it needed to be. That's very fair. Um uh, but I think there was just a little bit of something missing. Like, and I, I tell you the one thing that I just can't get over. I can accept all of it. That Seah- that Seahawks Broncos Super Bowl. I just couldn't stomach that. It, you can't give me eight points. And again, that now that defense was obviously up there with the all time greats. Um, and, and they probably weren't going to win that game no matter what they did. But you got to give me more than eight points on that stage. That's the only thing. And it's just it's, it's things like that that I just can't get over, which is why I choose Brady. And Brady's had his shortcomings as well. But so, uh, Let me ask you, if Peyton Manning was in Tom Brady's position, would they have the same amount of Super Bowls? In his – oh, you mean like in New England? In ter- um, I, I don't know. Because I think I think much like Rodgers wants to show off his talent physically, I think Peyton wants to be completely in control, and I think that that haunted him some. Um, while Brady obviously is sort of you know the coach on the field, obviously he does, and this is my thing with LeBron too. LeBron is the system, and so when he leaves, there's disaster because the system is now gone. And I think Peyton is sort of the same way. He has to do it his way. He's in control. And so if he screws something up, it's kind of on him. Um, so I don't, I don't know if it would have played out the same because, I mean, who's to say him and Belichick would have gotten along? Dungy was very reserved. And so it kind of meshed, you know what I mean? So I, I don't know. It's hard to really say that. Well, I, I mean, I'd like to believe. Is there somebody Peyton Manning's never got along with? No, 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 no. I'm just saying – because of Peyton's sort of more controlling nature, I think it worked well with Dungy because he was a little more reserved. And I think 
Brady, although he's obviously he's he's cocky and arrogant, just like all of them are, but I think he is a little more within the system of the organization than Peyton was. He was, I mean, he was the choir board for for Bill Belichick's, you know, so to speak, culture for a long time, much like Tim Duncan was. Um, so, and that that's all. I don't think it's. I just think it's the difference in style. Again, kind of like Kobe and LeBron. Kobe wanted to win. He wanted to share. He wanted to, the the team to succeed, but he wanted to be the reason that they succeeded. LeBron seems to be a little more giving in that re, in that regard, and I think it's sort of similar with with Manning and Brady. Mm. All right, next one. We kind of go through the rest of these. Kirk Cousins, Alex Smith. And I couldn't really think of another one, so I threw in Matt Ryan. Start one, bench one, cut one. Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, Alex Smith. Yep. Well, I think you got to you got to cut, in my opinion, Matt Ryan. Um, he's so up and down. He has, in my eyes, the best receiver in the league on his team when healthy. Yeah, I can't. I don't know how that. <laughs> I don't get that. And Devonta Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he's got – he's probably – I mean, of all of them, except for Alex Smith last year, you can make a case maybe he's got the best weapons of all I don't of know, them. Big Ben, too. We have Bell and Brown. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's certainly a knock against you. Cousins had some weapons when they were right. Jordan Reed, arguably the so best he, tight end in the league when healthy, but um, – so. I, you're cutting Matt Ryan. Did you say who you were starting? In? No, I bench Alex Smith, start Kirk Cousins. Wow. Cousins, that's a, that's a hard one for me. I think I would. Uh, I think I would cut Alex Smith only because, it, man, I think I'd like to cut him and Matt Ryan. <laughs> Y'all are acres on the just. It, it's not. It's not even that. It's just. I know what they are, and I don't think it's going to get any better than what it's gotten. And so I just – I'm over it. Like, Alex Smith is a good, solid quarterback. He's just not – he's just – he's broccoli, man. He's just – he's average. He's just like – He's just – he's just a guy. He's, just a, he's a talented quarterback. Chad Pennington. Or no, like, he's better. No, that's, nah, that's not even the same. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, but I'm just saying, like, he's just, he'll just be another guy in, in the, the grand scheme of things. Just one that came and went, won, won a couple of games. I don't know. He's, I think he's, I would. Was he in the I playoffs, had, like, most of his career? Yeah. But. One Super Bowl appearance? Well, that wasn't had because of Kaepernick. <laughs> But that's the thing. Like he got benched for Kaepernick. Like I, I, again, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. He, I just don't feel like he is the guy that is going to win me a championship. I don't think. I don't that. think any of those guys are going to win you a championship. No, I don't think so. Falcons should. Yeah, they, they. Matt Ryan should have, but again, that's partially his fault. He's got to be out. able to control. That, the that's partially his fault, but that's horrible play calling. Yeah, it was bad all the way around. All right, got two more. Uh, here we go. This one, this one should be fun. <laughs> so we got Ryan Tannehill, Andy Dalton, <laughs> and Case Keenum. Start one, bench one, and cut one. Good. 
I'll go first on this one since I haven't gone first yet. So I'm cutting one. I gotta cut Andy Dalton. I gotta cut Andy Dalton. He is the most you want to, if you want to talk about average, he is as average as they come. He's just he is he is on the line and he's walking that line. Like he's not good, he's not bad, he's gonna throw picks, he's gonna throw touchdowns, he's probably gonna run for one or two. And that'll be the end of the year. He'll come back next year. He'll be healthy. I mean, he's been healthy most of his career. I don't think he's missed a lot of games due to injury. I know he's missed a couple, if I'm not mistaken. So he's mostly healthy. No, no issues off the field. Like he's just he is he's like a creative player. Like when you first start and you don't add any stats or anything, like that's that's Andy Dalton. Just a regular dude. I think I'd bench Tannehill because he's he's like a half a step above average. And then Case Keenum, I guess I would start him. Please tell me what Ryan Tannehill has ever done in the NFL. Right. I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you. I, I, I don't get it either. I'm starting uh, Keenum, and I'm benching Dalton. Yeah. That's, and then I'm cutting Tannehill. <laughs> I will cut both Dalton and Tannehill, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would. Say, I'm I'm I don't know how you cut Dalton. I'm cutting okay. I don't think, well, listen, I don't think either one, (laughs) I think we all agree that we could probably cut both of them, but, you know, it is. I agree, but I just said, Tannehill's done absolutely nothing. No, he really had, had he made the playoffs once, didn't they? Once or twice? They didn't make the playoffs? Uh, Oh, no, that was, uh, uh, what's his name? Because they made the playoffs a couple of years ago, didn't they? They have, but got hurt he was hurt because he got. Yeah, I mean, he they, had, hurt. they were like eight and five or something. I think when he got hurt, but yeah, I, I think he's I, he's just another version of Andy Dalton, and he's, he's got just, he doesn't have the weapons he had last year. No. All right, last one: Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Baker Mayfield. Start one, cut one, bench one. Who you got? I don't like that choice. <laughs> it's too bad. Mm. Go ahead, Johnson. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to uh, start Darnold. Um, I am... Benching, I'm benching Rosen and I'm um, cutting Mayfield. <laughs> That's weird because he's the first pick. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's just because, well, the situation is not great. But personally, I think it's just Mayfield. I think he's just an undersized quarterback. Uh, I like where yeah. I like Rosen. He's a pretty smart quarterback. Um, and um, I. The only question about him was if is he really committed to the game. Um, but Darnold, I think he's very, very talented. Um, and they're all nine great situations. I think maybe Rosen might be in a better situation than the rest because he's got David Johnson. But, um, but Darnold, I think, is far more, far more talented. Yeah, but Vincent won't be there that long. But 
No, he won't. But I. But what he what he does have probably better than all of them is a veteran wide receiver who is not a head case who can actually teach him something valuable. And he and like you said, he's a smart kid. So I think that for him is going to be really really beneficial to have someone who knows what he's doing, is a real gamer, is an all time great, and can actually teach him something valuable. Like in, in a sort of similar case. Um, or what could be a similar case if the Browns were to sign Des Bryant. I think that's a totally opposite situation yeah. for Jarvis someone Lynch. like Baker Mayfield. I know, but he's not as big as Josh Bryant. Gordon. Yeah, well, that's that's a whole different animal. All right, so I'm going to alter this question and say I'm cutting Baker Mayfield and Rosen. I'm benching Darnold, and then I'm starting Josh Allen. You said Josh Allen Whoa. or Josh Rosen? Josh Allen. But I thought it was Josh Rosen. All right, hold on. Before we do this, I do have I do have one what? more um, quick topic I want to talk about after this. I thought Josh mind. Rosen but, was in that. So not Josh Allen. No, he said he was alternate. Oh, so you'd rather? So you think Josh Allen is a, is a, is a, is the I real do. deal? I do. I do too. Actually, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I would. I, I don't. Josh Allen coming out of the I, draft. I was hoping he just fell, fell until the Ravens got him, but that didn't happen. I, I think his downfall could be the fact that he is with the Bills and they might throw him into the fire this year, and he is. Not I think ready. he's in a great situation. <laughs> well, neither. Being, being neither. the Bills, he went up. Well, no, no, no. I, well, my thing is, I think I don't want him to drown before he has a chance to get nah, started. I don't think I don't, he's mentally ready. I don't think he will. I think he's the least mentally ready out of all. I of think them. he's got the most uh, out of all of them. I think he's got the most maybe playoff ready team um, at the Bills. Yeah, but um, I think he's also in a small market too. So I like his situation a lot. And he's he would play yeah. at Wyoming, so it's a, it's a cold weather environment. It's perfect for. Her. Where he's playing in Buffalo. Yeah, I I think everything actually lands perfectly for him. I, I think he, you know, like you said, he has the most playoff ready team in my eyes um, as well. Um, but again, my only concern is with him being from a smaller school and, and things of that nature. Um, I just don't want it to be too soon because you can get overwhelmed and then it becomes too late to to get out of that hole. And that's my only concern. I do think he's, <laughs> I think he is special. Um, but I just don't I, – I hope that they don't throw him to the wolves too quickly and, and, and end up ruining it. Well, I mean, he um, is from a smaller market team, but you look at somebody like Carson Wentz and what Carson Wentz did his first year. Yeah. And I, like you said, I mean, I, I Kelvin Benjamin in the first preseason game showed out. I know he may not have been completely right when it came to the whole Cam Newton thing, but if he can stay healthy. No, it, don't that's fair. I, I And, again, I agree. Um, I, I'm just, I'm cautious about that because I think there's been a couple of quarterbacks who have come into the league who have just simply been in bad situations. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, I don't want that to happen to him because he is a, <laughs> I mean, he is a gamer. I mean, he has some incredible arm talent. Uh, for me, I actually would start Josh Rosen. I think he's the best quarterback that came out of this draft personally. Um, I think he's a little frail. He's a little thin for being for not being a running quarterback, which kind of seems counterintuitive. Um, but uh, he seems a little thin back there. I'm worried about him being a little injury prone. But I think you know physically and mentally, I think everything else is there. So 
I think part of your or what you said as far as his passion for the game, that might be a little questionable. Um, I don't know him personally, obviously, so who's to say? Um, but uh, I think the only concern for me in, for him is, is injury. Because, like I said, he is a little on the thin side. All right, so you mentioned Josh Allen, and that sparked something in my head that I wanted to ask. We got a quarterback coming up who I think is going to be one of the next top five quarterbacks for, you know, like the next 10, 12 years or whatever. Any of you guys have an idea of who that might be? Because obviously it's a young quarterback. There's a lot of young quarterbacks out there. Um, say anyone that's five years or less. Anybody got a guess as to who I think that might be? Young quarterback is about to take over the league. Hmm. Andrew, look. <laughs> what? Back. Give, give us a hint. They are in the AFC. Hmm. I know you better not say Patrick Mahomes. Oh, heck out of here! Dude, Pat Mahomes is the real deal. You cannot be serious. Absolutely. Can't even call the right plays in practice. Listen, he's a kid. <laughs> oh, this is Pat a grown man's game. He is gifted. He is very, very gifted. And I think he has a coach who, throughout his entire career, as much as I dislike him because he seems to have some shortcomings of his own, but Andy Reid is a really good I don't think he, he's gotten the most out of every quarterback he's ever played or had played for him. And so I think if nothing else, he's going to be productive. But I think he, he, I mean, he made some throws, dude. It's, it's not like, it shouldn't even be allowed. It's not fair to make some of the throws that he made. I, I think he's got a special arm a lot like Josh Allen, but I think he's a little more, ready than Josh Allen. And part of, obviously, he's been in the league for a year, so he's got a little bit more in his belt. But I think even as raw as he was coming out of college, I think he's going to be really, really special. Mm, well, I think you're crazy. And honestly, I don't think either of these two quarterbacks that we just mentioned are the best quarterbacks that were in the draft. To me, I think the best quarterback that's going to come out is going to be Lamar Jackson. Hmm. I, I like Lamar. Um, he's raw as well. Um, he's got a lot of work to do. He definitely has work to do with his accuracy, but there's. I don't even think it's his accuracy. It's his. I think everything is moving so fast for him that he can't process it quickly enough yet. So he resorts to running immediately, um, at least in the first game and a little bit of the second game. Um, I thought he looked really good. Um, in his first couple of preseason games, especially the second game, yeah, where he got to work with the first team offense, um, yeah, a little bit. I think uh, it's going to take some time, especially chemistry wise, uh, working with the first team. But he looked really good. Um, I think he's going to be able to find uh, some of these receivers that they're going to be here for a little while. So I think he's going to find some chemistry, especially with the young guys. Um, but I think he. Changed a little bit from the first game to the second game. I think he stood more in the pocket this second game. Uh, mm-hmm. than he, but I think that's due to the fact that he had first-team linemen out there. So uh, he has a little bit more protection. 
But um, I think even then in that first game, I thought he sat in the pocket a little bit long, uh, longer than I expected um, to look downfield. He doesn't want to be classified as a running quarterback, rather a quarterback that can run. Um, so I think he's going to be in a decent, really good situation for him to learn behind Flacco, but also be able to get some reps during the season, um, whether if it's behind the um, beyond the center or just playing um, a little slash like Cordell Stewart used to do. So I think he's in a good opportunity. I think he's going to have a chance to be the best quarterback in this draft, but um, definitely time will tell and if he can adjust to being a pocket quarterback as well as a running quarterback. Yeah. He he probably went off the top of my head, I'm, I'm trying to think, but he probably went to the best organization and situation as far as management you know it's a good organization historically for the most part they haven't had any real issues or anything um you know coaching is is stable you know ownership is stable like it's a stable organization it's not a laughing stock they're usually competitive even if they're not in the playoffs they're certainly on the outskirts um and then obviously they're a, a competitive team so and like you said, he has a veteran, a winner in front of him, someone who can't, who he can learn from. He may not be the best quarterback, but he's, you know, he's proven. He's got some grit. He's got some talent. Um, he's got a solid coach. So he, I think he's in the best situation. Um, like I said, off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone that might be in a better one in, in of the last year or two, um, unless you want to count like Carson Wentz and maybe Dak Prescott. But um, outside of them. He's probably in the best situation, right? As for a young quarterback, he's going to get a shot sooner rather than later. I think. I don't know if Flacco looked really good in this last preseason game, but one week we'll see how it progresses. I mean, Yonda's arguably one of the best linemen in the league, but coming off an injury, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't came back yet in gameplay. He's practicing, I think, soon, but he hasn't came back. He probably won't play in preseason, but yeah, uh, we'll see. I think so goes, I think the line will struggle in the pass the pass game, and I mean it being a, a run first team and a run first approach that you got going with them, I, I think it'll I think it'll they'll struggle in the pass game because you don't like I said in the first one, I don't feel like there's anybody over there that's just outstanding. I feel like there's some good number twos out there, but that line struggles and something breaks down. Yeah, don't be surprised to see John Brown being. Um, the top receiver. I read an article today. Um, they said he was doing really yeah, well. Yeah, he's been really good in the pre- uh, in, in practice, and he's shown some highlights in the preseason games as well. So, like, we'll definitely see a little bit more of him this next game. That I think they play Monday night versus the Colts. Um, so we'll see Luck versus a top defense, and we'll also see um, see uh, Flacco and John Brown against um, for more than just like a drive. I think they'll play. Uh, typically, there's even though it's the third preseason game, this is going to be the second for the starters. Typically, they play a quarter. So, have you now? You guys missed the playoffs last year. Did they? Did they miss it? Is that two years in a row? Uh, yes, they missed it. Okay. Oh no, uh, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> well, last year. So, <laughs> my so my question is, what happens if? Joe Flacco and the Ravens get to the playoffs, maybe win a playoff game or two. And now you got Lamar Jackson sitting on the bench, but you just had a really great season. Maybe they go, say they go 11 and five, you know, something like that. 
win a playoff game or two. It really depends on, I think, the progression of uh, Lamar Jackson. And if Flacco had a good year, do you bring him back? Um, you can do a year-to-year contract, or you can try to uh, uh, trade him. I think there's going to be teams that are going to be built around where they just need a quarterback to come in, a veteran quarterback to come in and make a run. I think uh, he's definitely could be trade bait if he has a good year. So, I just I, I don't see that happening. I think the division is as tough as it is, and with the schedule that the Ravens have lined up, I just don't see them cruising that way into the playoffs and going in and win a couple games. He needs to bring that mustache back. It'll be fun. <laughs> Joe Cool, man. <laughs> Few men, too. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. All right, so that's all I got for today. You guys want to talk about anything else? Any other topics you want to bring up? Ask questions. Speak now. Forever hold your peace. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Next week, we'll be talking about... Uh, so, next week, this is what we're going to talk about. So, I'm going to tell you right now, so you have some time to stew on it, because it's going to be a fun one. I want you to build your all-time... We're going to do two two separate segments, so football and basketball, NBA and NFL. We build your all-time starting five in basketball, any position. So, here's the way I'm looking at it. You can pick any player to play any position that you'd like. Within reason. Like, you can't have Shaq playing point guard. That's just not going to work. But, like, if you want to have, like, LeBron play point guard, that's reasonable. So, pick your pick your all-time starting five, any era, any player. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to see whose team might beat who. We're going to debate that. And then, once you do something similar for football. So, you're going to pick a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and a tight end. And we're going to talk about and compare teams so all time same sort of deal um and we can do two maybe a quarterback two running backs two wide receivers and a tight end something like that something fantasy like you gonna pick that guy what was his name rusty smith that played for the titans oh my god dude i forgot about that guy dude his first nfl pass was a pick a pick six he got in the game and i'm like oh ports on the board pass Pick six on his first NFL pass to get out. So that's what we'll <laughs> talk about next week, along with some more preseason football stuff. I'll come up with some more questions. But in the meantime and in between time, that's all we got for today. Yeah. Boom. Done, done.